uh, also known as the Dune the Special, Dune also known as uh, Liam Neeson running through the lawn. We're not sure what movie that is. With though. a pendulum-sized horn. Liam Neeson running movie. Oh, it's it's going to bring up Taken. He's running pretty much that whole movie. <laughs> no, I, I don't think there's many Liam Neeson um, movies where he's in a Oh, run. actually, it brought up Run All Night. Did you guys ever see that movie? No. Bad, Never even heard bad of movie. Is that the movie? Yeah, I watched a bunch of really bad Liam Neeson I, movies. I watched a bad movie this week. It's called Dune. Psych, that movie was so fucking fire. I can't wait to talk about it. Are we going in? <laughs> yeah, you I think it's it's breaking barriers in the sci-fi genre. I it think, was really good. I think we're on the the cusp of another Star Wars, mm. um, to be quite honest. Uh, Better than Star Wars. It has potential just because it's, I think, more modern. And I think uh, Denis Villeneuve is a far more superior director. Denis Villeneuve is probably the best director at like this scale in the game right now that I can think of. Like all of his movies are so like big and extravagant, and mm-hmm. and he's so he's masterfully um, crafts like these big worlds, and the and the scale of it is like he he's so good at showing the scale of all these things, whether it in doing whether it's like these the, these ships or these worms or. The, the, uh, the proportions of size, he does a really good job of like capturing, which is like a really unique talent that you don't see in a lot of directors and, and things like this. But what I really liked about Dune and why I think it's more interesting than a lot of its sci-fi counterparts is that because it really doesn't seem like it is in the future. Like you have these... Mm it is futuristic in the sense of like you have these spaceships and there's like intergalactic travel or whatever, but it is more reminiscent of a period piece than it is of something from the future. And and like the architect of, of the style of it. I do think if I remember correctly, that is also in part due to like Dune at its core. Cause if I remember correctly, I can't remember if I read this online or if it's in the original movie, Um, but in the world that Dune is set in, artificial intelligence is banned yeah there's no computers there's so there's I, no guns there's yeah which is like really weird because like if you, it, if you think about like oh uh, hey and by the way we're just going to be talking about the ending and everything because oh yeah we're gonna yeah. spoil the so spoilers just, sure. but i mean like, <laughs> yeah. is there really an was, ending in dune yeah, it's, it's, it's a more part, no it's a there's part one. not it's all the, it's it's two and a half hours of expedition oh my <laughs> let's see, hear your take how do you feel about it uh well let's just double back real quick um do you actually did you actually not like it i actually think that was a shit movie and i'm not joking you don't like it no, I, I literally like think you're putting on a character. I'm right really not. You're straight with the bad I guy? can't stop smiling because I knew this was going to happen, even though we didn't talk about how? whether we loved how? it or not. Um, Let me pull up my fucking notes that I wrote about it. It was essentially so excellent, well-crafted of a part one. How, though? It Here's lays the out all the information necessary. Uh, for a good movie to happen to understand dune for a good movie to happen it was a good movie in the process it's okay tell me why you don't like it and then i will tell you why i do like it okay so um and i will tell you that all your reasons for not liking it are bullshit and just to be contrary here's the thing villeneuve everybody talks about amazing set pieces i always thought that as well fucking blade runner 2049 is fucking gorgeous Mm -hmm. 
I do agree with the enormity of the scale and everything that you talked about, mm-hmm. but for the, the the fucking movie, the Arrakis has spice on top of the fucking sand. We couldn't have splurged and CGI'd in some fucking red so that it wasn't all just tan everything, tan sand. Spice suit. isn't That red. makes sense for camouflaging in. Spice isn't red. But fucking... If he was making spice red, it would be going against the book. Oh, did they t- did they tell the color in the book? Yeah, I'm almost positive. When it was floating in the air, was it not red? That's different. That's at its mineral. It's like I, I can't. I, I can't speak of the logistics the... of the color of spice, but continue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is a weak argument to why it is a bad yeah. movie so far. So continue. Continue. They, <laughs> they, um, we had that. We had fucking. Um, what is the Bene Gesserit doing? The whole movie they're orchestrating things that we're going to discover what the orchestrations are in the second movie are those the people that no he uh, was the, the religious that, group that his mother was yeah, a yeah. That, like so they have he's the, voice. the chosen one and he's not supposed to be and yeah that all made was, sense what are they doing though what's their plan why did they making set sure up? that he's ready because not everyone can be a benedict so then why did she give soldiers via the emperor to uh stellan skarsgård his character the baron he what why did the again? emperor give them soldiers? Emperor wants to pin them against each other. Okay. Why is the Bene Gesserit? Oh yeah, because they said that Bene she Gesserit was then... is a separate faction. Yeah, but she said the that bitch, the bitch that made him put his hand in the box. Yeah, the head bitch. Yeah, they said she has become the truth keeper or whatever for the emperor. Anywho, who the, who's the emperor? What's he doing? You don't see him. He's Why is the... he pinning people against each other? Uh, to weaken their families. Why he's like the he... emperor? I don't like, think you understand the world. It sounds this like you have a lot of like yeah. nitpicks. Whose job that... was it to show me the world? I don't, Aladdin. I don't know why I got all this from the movie. I think you you're. I think you're really holding on to like some minor aspects of of the movie here. I think you really wanted to hate the movie. I think yeah. I don't think I wanted to. I think you did. We actually did say in the one we were hoping it would be because I think it does a really good job of setting up the world. And if you go into it without reading the book and without seeing any other Dune material that has come out, it gives you a really good idea of. You know, the with, without blatantly telling you, it, uh, which I think is a really good job of like subtly giving you the information you need to know to understand the basics of the story without like just having an expedition dump and telling you, okay, there's these factions and these people do this and these people do this. It's like, really I, subtle about that. What I think we, that's the main difference between this one and the Lynch one is Lynch, as much as I love him, did not do a great job at setting up this like mythos behind the world that, that it's set in where it just kind of let the rest of the movie be like a jumble where that's why it's so separated as far as like how people think of the movie. Cause all the people that understood the world like the movie, but the newcomers to that were just confused and lost. Did you watch the Lynch one? Yeah, I watched it. Okay. A, I watched it a while ago. I haven't so seen I a Lynch one yet. Um, they, um, who was this movie for exactly? I actually just watched an interview with uh, um, Villeneuve, and uh, he explicitly was like, "I made this movie I, with one person. I literally and that watched me. I watched <laughs> okay. that Fair enough. same interview. I'm almost positive. This is where he explains the hand in the box. Yeah, yeah I, I, I watched it before you guys came over. <laughs> yeah, I watched that on my lunch break today. because that's what I was asking myself as I left the theater. Because for me, he basically wanted to make the movie do as much justice as possible to the book and try to capture 
the art i'm pretty sure herbert is that the guy frank who herbert it? yeah uh how he would envision writing that book what he would do to on film okay that makes sense then i would and then the book's not for me either because the whole time i was watching that i was stuck between either this is a 110 million dollar fucking blockbuster no it's a blockbuster movie right yeah yeah Hollywood if, accounting in, in is probably going to lose money, but James, the, I like the James Bond movie ten times more than I like that movie. Oh, so yeah, but that, you've, that doesn't I don't mean, think you're a sci-fi. You've never seen Star Wars because like, you like yeah. James Bond more than Dune doesn't make Dune bad. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's probably the best science fiction movie I can remember. It's better than Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I think so. Uh, really, I don't think at itself, but what it represents i think it's about even uh as a technical achievement it is better uh um, really i think so then blade runner 2049 yes really i think so okay and i, I maybe i am giving it the benefit of the doubt because I'm having, this is a part yeah. one and i am expecting part two to wrap everything up in a i don't even way. i'm not even expecting part two to do it i think part two is just going to expand the story and a couple storylines and keep a couple open. I literally think this is going to be Star Wars. I think well, the from what I read, three movies, and I think they're going to be all blockbusters, and it's going to revolve into this universe, kind of like how Star Wars did, to where everything is kind of mixing in to those three original feeder movies. From what I read, though, he said the next one's going to be the last one. Yeah, I think there's oh, only two. Maybe yeah. I'm an idiot. Which uh, had me even... Well, no, but... But there could very well be three, too. <clears throat> oh, I, mean, I thought it was going to be three. Yeah. <laughs> they also didn't even, like, really know if there was going to be a two. Um, but obviously, there's going to be a two. Obviously. And, uh... Um... Yeah, no, they already did greenlight it. I yeah, no, they greenlighted yeah. him. It made its money back in one day. But that being said, like they could easily like make two and then be like, well, we could make a third one too. Yeah, I'm thinking he's gonna Trojan horse it. Yeah, yeah. The, I only so want two. Oops, the original the book, yeah. like he only covered half of the book in the movie. Mm -hmm. So then the rest of the book is just going. To and be there's like the six movie. books. Is I don't even know enough about. It. I think I just know. The I think there's two or three by Frank. And then his son wrote like 15. Oh, shit. Are they but any good? I have no fucking clue. I'm never reading those books. I hope they're good. I'm not going to read it because I don't want to kind of ruin the story. You're not going to pull the gub? Yeah, not going to pull the... <laughs> Such a fake fan. By the way, I want that on the record. <laughs> fuck gub. What uh, do you guys think of uh, think of the worms? Uh, I fuck with the worms. I But like I even solid that... Solid worms. Pretty good. The worms, the execution of it, so much better than david lynch again it's just kind of amazing i it's mostly technology but even the way they approached like the attacks that the worm has like how it reaches the sand how it you know swallows up like all of that is just a better idea than what lynch did in his film overall i just thought it was like a really cool world that i want to spend more time in and i really liked what he did with it i don't i, I don't know how you can't like it it's like, one know. of those movies I, where i watch and i don't get how someone would dislike that i don't if i feel like it. everyone's lying did, when did you like the like score it. did you like the score the hans zimmer score no oh no i hated it what, what? i hated it the yelling the nah! 
I'm not even kidding. I that one I figured people would get like be like you don't mean that. I no, really now I, that. I'm fully convinced you're just trying to be I contrarian. Like it. I am yeah. also um again, spoiler 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 spoilers. It did the same thing as Arrival, yeah. He's I'm making sure that I wasn't confused on that cuz I was confused about everything, but he was being informed by his visions of the future of what to do in the present, like how in Arrival she knew the passcode to tell the fucking president. I think it's a little different. That's different cuz she um, cracked the language code. The language code didn't no, no, no but remember she needed the cipher from the fucking uh the the russian president or whatever was going to launch their nuke against the ship and then she said his w- dead wife's name to him because in the future she asked him what did i say to you that stopped and, the bombs and, and, and he why told her. and why are you the reason i bring that wasn't, up is wasn't the, she able to communicate that because she broke the language it's like some weird boots well yeah you know, well, yeah 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 yeah. but i mean as far as i'm talking about just visions of the future informing only coming true because we're having said visions well, so in the sense I think that it's a little different i think it's a little different because he is supposed to be like you know the messiah or yeah. whatever and he has th- this gift of the voice um that and he's not supposed to have it like like males aren't supposed to have it or, or something like that um but because he was like being trained by his mother mm-hmm. um and he like kind of got a little bit of uh you know yeah no i get i get why the dreams and visions are happening but remember he had all those dreams and visions of that guy training him and then he killed that guy at the end of the movie he didn't necessarily have dreams and visions of him training him i think he just had visions of him fighting but then that didn't happen no no no. there was a bunch of visions he had of them having conversations and, and they maybe, never had a conversation maybe we'll understand more and parts to come but and that's part of my complaint you're taking information presented as a negative just because it's not answered yeah well and but that's the next thing i was gonna get to is if we're just talking about our tour fucking you don't have to have everything spoon fed to you there's no way i'm saying this is a better movie than titan titan is like the craziest you should have ever seen and i knew what was going on she was fucking a car and i knew oh cool she's fucking a car this movie i was like i don't get there was so much fucking slow-mo in this movie. Yeah. That felt like, th- huh? A lot of slow-mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking to a point where I was like, I think Snyder's a hack. And I think this is a hacky job done by Denis. I think we just have to agree to disagree. Yeah. I think you're very alone in this take. Yeah. That's I, okay. I, I feel like you really. I think you want to be. I think this is why to... this is your take. Yeah, I think. I wanted to like it. I know you did. In our first episode, we talked about it. I said, "I hope." Yeah, I know you said you wanted to like it, but deep down, you're like, no matter what comes on the screen, I'm gonna shit on. I fuck with Denis. I like. I think Blade Runner, and that's the other thing is like, as a as a open and shut story, what what makes less sense about it is that you did like not an open to shut story. It's a part one. It is literally the introduction to a franchise. Yeah, yeah, that's fine, but also fucking Blade Runner was introduced. No, I guess that's just a sequel. I haven't seen Star Wars, so I can't talk about Star Wars. This gives off vibes of a new hope. Like yeah. the first half hour. How did a new hope end? It uh, didn't. There was a second <laughs> one. There was a narrative finish, the story. Star Wars is the epitome of spoon fed content. There's not really a f- finish to a new hope. Okay, let's go Phantom Menace then. They kill Darth Maul. Okay, we're starting Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah. They kill Darth Maul. There's still two more movies well, after that. Well, there's a narrative there's a finish climax. to this, What's if, the climax of this If one? you would consider the killing of Darth Maul the narrative finish in A Phantom Menace, then okay. you would consider the killing of 
that dude Duncan? and him being accepted into oh wait uh, that that was the faction. climax because Duncan Idaho dying was just rising action right Duncan Idaho is Jason Momoa oh um, oh no I'm not I'm talking about his fight at the end yeah yeah I'm saying so that wasn't the climax the climax is just that duel that's the narrative finish to what you're i mean what was the narrative that ended there you they just met you were the one saying oh it's him deciding that he's staying on the planet it is about like yeah Yeah. the the overthrow of the system that is taking place and them setting the tone for like taking over uh what's the the name of the planet called is it like arrakis Arrakis? yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like literally putting everything in motion and so i will give you a point for your for your take because it really is just all set up but that doesn't mean it's bad yeah but this is kind it's of not the... necessarily meant for you to see and decide it's meant for you to see take in and kind of just wait which if that was your take for hating it but i feel like you're just seeing it and deciding that it sucks without how do you guys feel about the movie batman begins the, the one before Dark Knight. I th- I like it. I think it's good. Yeah, it's okay. I think that movie it's on the its worst own, Christopher Nolan Batman movie. Exactly. Yeah. And I think if Dark Knight doesn't happen, we all go Batman Begins sucked. I think it's I... also I think it's also better than like almost every Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah, that was the Tim Burton ones, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't. Think I just I'm... fuck with Tim Burton a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I think I Tim too. Burton just nonchalantly cashes in 3.5 out of 5 but there's just very they're different vibes and uh, this does a good well the thing about batman begins is that it does a good job of grounding the batman universe in reality where it's like okay here is how bruce wayne becomes batman and we are like realistically setting the stage for the events to come so it doesn't seem like a like a bullshit superhero movie it feels like like there are uh, like grassroot elements of like what they're doing. Um, but it's still like, it, it, I wouldn't even compare that to Dune really because it's Dune is not a superhero movie. Yeah, no, I just brought it up as the birth of a franchise in that, and not even, te- not even jumping off what you were saying. I was thinking this after it finished was I was like the same shit, even if people didn't walk away with, and what I feel like people are currently doing is people are walking away from Dune celebrating the potential of what it's set up. I agree. I'm celebrating I think the both. next one is going to fucking reap what we sowed with this first movie. Had, like how Dark Knight reaped what we sowed with Batman Begins. Okay. But I don't I didn't like this movie. Yeah, and there's a good chance we're going to go back in 10 years if there is two or three dudes and be like, yeah, the first one wasn't as good as the other two. No, it'll Just be like we do with, with Star Wars and we, what we do with really every franchise like that, because once you have the the everything set in motion, then you can just go guns blazing and then mm-hmm. you don't you don't have to hold back or anything. But the the beauty of this is like how they are intricately setting up this world and they are not making it like an mcu movie or something that Mm -hmm. is like has like these comedic tones and they're Mm -hmm. like oh this is a big blockbuster we have to cater to this audience we have to cater to this audience we have to do this and this and this so all these people are happy it doesn't do that it's like i'm gonna has its integrity about here's how we want to tell the story and we're going to tell it the way that we want it and we don't care if you 
don't think that this is funny or you don't think that this action sequence is good enough or it, it doesn't have this element it's like there's a this integrity of the, of the dune universe that it's like really trying to bring to light and i guess that's the other thing is i do think that denis succeeded in making the dune that he wanted to see and a dune that will make him happy forever that he committed it to film and i think a lot of people are fucking pretentiously being like, yeah, I got it. And I got Denise vision and I liked it. Not saying either of you are doing mm-hmm. that, but yeah. Um, I didn't necessarily understand. I don't know. From a narrative perspective, I just loved everything that was being thrown at me. Yeah. Like, I, his journey from, you know, not knowing if he's going to basically have it to having it. And then, like, I felt like I, Timothy didn't have a journey at all. I'm not going to say sit here and say like I know everything that happened and I can explain yeah. every. Pl- I saw it one time. Like yeah. I'll revisit it and I'll watch it again. And uh, it's not the story is not perfect, but like just it. I think it's just masterfully put together. Like it's a really good movie that really just hits on a lot of cylinders. How did you guys feel about the mother as a character? Um, not a huge fan, actually. Um, I think there were good things about her. I liked. I just feel like she was kind of like. They they chose to make her like dead weight at parts, and then they chose to make her like overpowered at parts. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Really yeah, inconsistent I thought, in her power. Which I is, thought her consistency was the weakest part of it. Though. Which is likely to me where they're gonna run into trouble with that whole voice oh, shit. She'll die, I bet. Yeah, is it has the potential to just narratively fuck any tension yeah it's just oh i just now you do what i say which is exactly what fucking star wars does you know but i'm not saying it's copying star wars it's a little bit there is a little bit of a god machine pretty sure dune came out before star that's yeah exactly a little bit of a god machine with with the voice power Mm -hmm. in her because it's like okay like she really isn't like a character that is like has a good combat strength or whatever but it's like like in the in the helicopter it's like in a pin she can just save the day um, exactly and yeah. i'm not a huge fan of that but also like deus the, ex machina uh-huh the god machine i i said the english version i didn't want to mm-hmm. try to do do any any, any greek <laughs> in the pod um that's a good fucking all right it's not deus ex machina but just ex machina. yeah fuck oh, that's yeah, a fuck. good movie um but i do have a little bit of a problem with that but i do think that like it's they do the work to build it up to make it believable. It's not like it's coming out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. They um the reason I asked that is because I felt like in the way that she relates to Paul's character, we were supposed to have some sort of admiration for her. Mm-hmm. But to me, she was just written as this manipulative like witch, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Well, I think that also like plays into what they're trying to do from like her uh faction, I guess. Like they are like, yeah. you know, pe- people from the behind the scenes running the political game of like these worlds and nations and factions. And they're like influencing these like powerful countries behind like closed doors when, and making things happen from the shadow with the voice or whatever. So it makes sense for her character to be kind of manipulative because that's kind of the, the nature of how she was probably raised and how she's trying to raise Paul Maybe that's my problem with it. As you were saying that, I was feeling like we kind of are attempting to have our cake and eat it too in this in this specific entry because 
we didn't explore we set up a lot of things that will obviously be we've talked about that will be settled in the second one we don't know anything about the emperor yet mm-hmm. he'll definitely be fleshed out in the second movie we don't know anything about the bene Gesserit's fucking plans besides building up paul you know um which would mean okay we're setting up an overarching villain for the franchise cool um so then the only villain of this movie is the baron and his forces that are descending upon arrakis for this battle the slug boy yeah, yeah that was that was a great character design in that that was absolutely horrifying to look you at you should Starkard. see how fucking horrifying it is in the lynch film of course of course it is not horrifying it is gross to look at should it De- is so nasty should denis make a horror movie i think he'd do it I mean, Good. Sicario is like a little bit of like on the edge of like a horror thriller at times. That's a good um, segue into actual horror movies. Yeah, that we, yeah we probably it is our Halloween just, episode. Yeah, yeah, we did just flesh out Dune for about thirty minutes. <laughs> well, well, I thought we were gonna have a quick conversation until Ty Case like, yeah, yeah Dune and, then, sucks. and then he decided. I to knew be it was all gonna happen. I, I, I literally knew he was gonna be contrarian the second he watched it when he texted us. I can't wait to talk Dune, and I'm like, he just wants to brag that he didn't fucking like. Yeah, it. I thought I he was like, like hyped about it. I need points for not liking it. No, um, all right, let's talk. It follows. Uh, Danny, I want to hear your thoughts before I say anything. Wait, you watched it follows? As well? I did watch it follows. Oh, okay. Um. I liked it. I it's not my favorite horror movie of all time, mm-hmm. but um I thought it did a lot of things really well. Uh what I did like about it um okay, let me just start out with this. I'll talk about the it creature or ghost or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um I viewed this as like a strong metaphor for like the inevitability of death that mm. no matter where who you are what you're doing you're going to die at some point and it's it might not happen fast but it's coming hence the consistent speed of the walk of the monster exactly so and obviously this is a teen horror movie so there's going to be like a lot of um notes of like sexual themes um in that the whole movie is about these sexual undertones Mm -hmm. um but I liked it. I thought it was a refreshing take on a genre that has been overplayed. Mm-hmm. By the way, It Follows is one of my like top three favorite coming of age films. Yeah, I think that's films. probably one of the... I think I literally watched but two, two of probably my top five horror genre movies Interesting. in the past week. Yeah. Thought it was amazing. Um, I'm just a fucking boner for coming of age movies, though. Mm-hmm. And this was like my first introduction to coming of age horror. I guess you rare could say. genre, yeah. So yeah. definitely was beaten off mentally. Actually, I say that's that, probably a bad way to put. That, I say but. that, <laughs> and the most recent movie I just watched was like a low budget. I think in the '80s they were doing a lot of fucking coming of age horror. Yeah, well, I think on. a lot okay. of like slasher movies are in a way like a coming of age, yeah. like horror, exactly, but, yeah, because they they all are about, um, like the the process of of losing your your innocence and losing yeah, child losing your childhood yeah. shit friends i uh but i thought the it was like uh kind of a projection of like sexual abuse victims mm-hmm. 
um, kind of like the people who have to live with the fact that that's what they've experienced. That's kind of how they project that feeling kind of that it's constantly chasing after them. No one else knows about it. I'm the only one. And it's like all my fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's definitely and a layer. Of other people can't sure. see it. Yeah. And I think that kind of takes face in like the people it's projecting at times. Um, kind of for, for everybody. Like, I, I can't even go through all the projections because sometimes it screws up that theory because sometimes it's just random, mm-hmm. like, freaky looking well, shit. The thing is, I'm going to interject with mm-hmm. my yeah. favorite theory that I've ever read on the film, which is every form that it takes. How does the theory work exactly? Every form that it takes is uh, one side of the sexual abuse spectrum, i.e., the girl who is like pissing herself yeah, in the that kitchen. That was very obviously a is victim. Like, yeah, right? very okay, clearly. Because that, like that's a where victim. it came when I was like, oh, that's what this is. When she swam out to the boat to I get don't, gangbanged see, by a older men to try to get it away from her. Mm-hmm. I don't think she gangbanged them. I think she changed her mind and turned around. That's why she's. Oh, no, she it. definitely fought I, them. I'm 99% sure. That because I was them. literally. Th- sitting in my bed thinking about this like if she gangbanged him and it's gone what's the point of the rest of the movie then where oh they, they make that pack and she then bought herself for three time. days yeah. but she didn't tell them that something was coming for them so they died very yeah. oh it goes back yeah. To you. yeah that's why that's why okay, that makes more sense what i did like about this too is that um right from the beginning mm-hmm. we have rules mm-hmm. the guy sat yeah sits her down and he he's goes, a here here are the rules he's like I good know- guy the weak candidate <laughs> I, 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 he's like, I know this sounds crazy. You're not going to believe me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying, I'm doing this to help you. Here are the rules. And I, I liked that we had that going into it. So I'm helping you as much as I can. Yeah, while it was, I thought myself. I was going to bring that. That was an expert way of your introduction. Like That's what I mean. It's such an everything up. Yeah. And I thought that actor was really it's good. Such an exposition dump, but it's done yeah, in such a, a way that it's, it's a, like exhilarating. It's an acceptable one. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I liked that aspect because I was as we're going through it, and as like we we are overcoming these obstacles, are going through like these different phases of okay, people think she's crazy, and then they start to believe her, and then now they're all in this together. Mm-hmm. It's like in my head, I'm going through the rules, and I'm like. How would I handle this? What would I do? You know what I mean? And if you don't have those rules that set, it makes it harder for you. You're trying to understand the rules, but if you already have that groundwork set, then you can kind of put yourself in her shoes and imagine how you would handle it. And it backs the director into a corner where he actually has to be creative with the rules he set for himself. You can't just have... uh, uh, He can't... Machina and, and... yeah, exactly. Because father, oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just <clears> saying with uh, fucking. I've watched a bunch of slashers this year that came out in the wake of Halloween, mm-hmm. and all wanted to have the fucking. Oh yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't slow down, or I mean, he doesn't speed up. He doesn't ever die. Um, also, I added this one thing where he can't do this, and it's like, okay, well, you guys are just taking, copying, and then being like, well, this doesn't fit my story, so I'm adding this one power to my mm-hmm. killer. And yeah, I think it was very interesting that they just immediately said, here's the only parameters that our monster can operate in. Mm -hmm. He can't speed up. He can't fucking deceive you in any other way than changing his form. An unrelenting force. And yeah, and it's not, it's, it's, it in a lot of ways gets the like, uh, 
ever the same fucking creeping terror that Michael Myers was. Myers was. Uh-huh. It gets it right in that um, it's unintelligent. Michael was so scary in the first one because he was just ever moving. You were in his way. Okay, mm-hmm. your throat slit. Okay. Whereas this one is, yeah, it can't even see other people. It's just walking directly at you. You don't know what it is. You don't know if it's an alien. We don't know if it's a ghost. It just is. Mm-hmm. But they say right away, he goes, it's not fast, but it's smart. Mm-hmm. So like, don't go anywhere with uh, only one exit. And he tells her right away. And the whole time, I'm like, every time she's in a room, I'm like, yeah. oh, how many exits are in this room? Literally. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about that the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I thought it was fucking amazing at was, I know we've talked about this before, but like establishing a setting within a horror movie uh, that it never did. It follows at least. Yeah. Like it yeah. does not have a time up. period. It does not have a, yeah. did you pick up on fucking, that? So I was wondering, the it whole, doesn't have a season. Yeah. The you whole, can't even tell what season the whole it's movie, in. I was yeah. like, what year is this? Yeah. So, because we have like all these old TVs and mm-hmm. shit, but also like the girl has like her, the flip thing that mm-hmm. like, she's reading yeah, and from. All the cars are fucking different. Yeah. Years. I, I was like, what? I was when I first watched that movie, I was trying to figure out why I loved it so much. I don't know if I brought it up on the first one, but this was the first. No, I think we've talked about it like personally outside of the pod. This was the first ever like indie film I ever saw in my life. And I was absolutely fucking obsessed with this film Mm -hmm. after I saw it. And one of the things I looked up was like, why? Why does it just have this aura where I'm like uncomfortable the entire time the movie's happening? And yeah, they said the director went out of his way. The the their the movie theater they're in is from like the 1920s. The cars are all models from like the seventies. They have smartphones, but they're not using them to call anyone. Mm-hmm. So the whole time you're like, okay, this is pre cell phone, but then she flips it open. You can clearly see it's a smartphone. Yeah. So then your brain's oh, trying to rectify the thing that, that threw me off right away is like what I kind of like went like this. And I was thinking about mm-hmm. it was for some reason, I thought it was going to be like a warm weather right away. Mm-hmm. It like gave all the signs of warm weather. And then they go into the theater and they're all wearing winter jackets. And then yeah, they go yeah. outside and other people aren't. And I'm like, what yeah, the fuck and, is going and on? And she's like in her pool in her backyard. Yeah, and that's what it was. The beach and yeah, there's so much um, that he did just to subtly un- unmoor you, untether you. It would just let like not all of your brain was there. Some of mm-hmm. it was trying to figure You're out what's going guessing. on and you just can't. Yeah. And like, it's not a very saturated movie either. So it's like, um, you, it's like pretty dull and it. It's not like in its color palette, even though like there is like, it, there are like colors, like bright colors, but it's like all kind of like dulled down a little bit. Yeah. It's like, exactly. you don't really know at time. There are times where it like, certain things do pop but like overall it's like you really it's they it's like they want you to think that it's warm out but it's also like looks like it's fucking like 40 degrees yeah like it gave fall fall vibes fall vibes but but people um, are like swimming and fall to double back to finish up that theory though the theory that it takes the appearance of sex Mm -hmm. victims um the when she's gotten away from them for a long time and they're leaving in the car and it's on top of the roof mm-hmm. that like would the, the be old man. the old man one of the old men she fucked on the boat the thing that makes this theory so scary to me is why was her dad at the pool uh, uh, i think that's more of the trauma because but, but i think it's very obvious that something happened with her dad exactly i think yeah. i think her dad killed himself and that's why the mom is like an alcoholic the whole movie she's mm-hmm. like 
always away and drinking to I, me but and with, on the boat like i don't think it was like an old man i think it was yeah like those some, were young dudes i think it was like some college dudes or something yeah, those oh, were i thought dudes. it was an old guy no, it's been it, was, I've seen it, it was like two college dudes or something in the boat it, it was three for sure uh she um and from what i remember doesn't she scream don't look or something to her sister she says what no, does she, the sister she, say when she, they're at the she, pool because so they're in the pool and mm-hmm. the very end i'm talking about and yeah, uh, yeah. they go point out where he it is mm-hmm. so we can like know and then she's pointing and she goes what does it look like and she goes i don't even want to tell you because it's her, her dad because it is her sister to me is why i think that the dad fucking molested them um i think that's but, a way of looking at it uh, it could also just be that she yeah. doesn't want to expose her to the fact that like her dad it can there. take the form of the, her father. T- yeah that it looks like their dad um you could mm. read into it like that. Um, that is kind of the beauty of the movie, though, is that it's meant to be left up mm. to interpretation, and yeah. you can kind of form your theory around yeah. what the movie provides. It's a far, it's a far-fledged theory. I always like to think about it, though. Yeah. Um, the other movie I wanted to talk about that I've seen was Scream. Love it. Uh, I fucking was amazed. Oh. Um, I am not the biggest horror fanatic and I still think I understood most of the jokes that Mm -hmm. were going on. Uh, My favorite happened right away where they were making fun of Wes Craven. um, What the fuck is that movie called? Nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. And they're like, the first one was good, but the rest of them sucked ass, (laughs) which is because Wes Craven (laughs) didn't direct them after that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, I, we talked a little bit, I think on the last pod um, or maybe it was off, off, like about like the perfect Halloween movies. And mm-hmm. I think Scream to me is the perfect Halloween movie. Okay. It is the right amount of uh scary and funny and suspenseful. And there it's very like um meta in the way that it yeah, is, tells it's the story. smart, funny, it's not dumb funny yeah. like a lot of horror comedy is. Uh-huh. Um, it's I think it's smart funny camouflaged as dumb fun and it's more of a mystery yeah, in certain parts it's sure. more of a mystery than it is a horror exactly yeah. um because you are trying to figure out like who done it and was the who done it like theme around by the time scream came out or did this start like the who done it oh the who done it like been horror thriller like like yeah, horror but like, uh, like or... i know a bunch of like what i know what you did last summer or something like that that's like a who done it right yeah like mystery slasher shit not just like michael's coming after you just because whatever michael's coming after you because he's someone you know yeah it might have brought it into the mainstream a little more but i don't think it like really invented like that kind of i think there's definitely been things before um but yeah just watching it and trying to figure out oh it can't be this guy because if this happened and it can't be this guy because this happened Mm -hmm. and then at the end when you realize oh it's of course and that makes sense um but just uh, another uh good coming of age horror movie okay um, great this was the other in the um two out of what i say five also uh, yeah. um, i haven't made a list or anything but i'm just assuming what's her name uh nev campbell mm-hmm. all fucking smoke show all of them were f- every single Courtney actor Cox and actress when she was young oh my god see I'm not the biggest courtney cox fan i, I think courtney that's cox. uh wait I literally have this in my notes. Hold on. Um, while he's pulling that up. Yeah, uh, I got it. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Courtney Cox versus Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I got <laughs> Courtney Cox. 
See, I, it's, I think it's Jennifer Aniston by a fucking long shot. I think, actually, I don't Not even, even close. Was, it is me versus Tyson in the ring. I was going to say, like, I think Jennifer Aniston aged better, but I actually don't even think that because Courtney Cox, what? she was in like Cougar Town. Did you all ever see her on that Have show? Have you seen Jennifer Aniston? You, Jennifer Aniston in Horrible Bosses is crazy. No, but, do you know what she looks like? Yeah. yeah. Honest question. I mean, they're, they're both very attractive women. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we need to <laughs> scream though uh and especially like with what you were talking about or or i guess what you were talking about with the whole meta thing is that's really where a lot of the comedy comes in like mm-hmm. the more slashers you've seen and shit it's like that whole fucking it's it's inherently funny that west craven is making this movie yeah like the more shit you've seen of horror it's like hilarious that west craven has one of the characters describe the unwritten rules of yeah. the slasher mid slasher film. That's like my favorite. While part. watching like, Halloween. Like right? just the ultimate yeah, just the <laughs> ultimate sin. Just mm-hmm. telling you what the un like, hey, here's what I'm doing right now in this movie. And even better than they happen. And then pointing out what everyone stole it from because the character is going, it's all from this movie uh-huh. where you could argue Wes Craven stole it from. Honestly though, I will say I think Wes Craven stole a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street from Phantasm, but I do still love Wes Craven. And I do think that's actually a big point of contention with me that we might have to talk about later on the pod. Are there films that rip off other films, but are legitimately better? Literally almost every oh, film ton. ever made. Yeah. Almost that's, every film what's, ever what's, made. Oh, 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 rip oh, off oh, of what's the film. saying? That's Duel and Rashomon. What's like the something is imitation or imitation flattery. is the biggest form of flattery. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah but there's whatever. something about making something great like good artists are imitate you are unique and great artists just copy good ones Hmm. (laughs) or it's some saying like that i could just be completely whipping this out of my ass that's literally hollywood for the past 60 years is just we're gonna take this thing that uh worked really well and we're gonna do it again yeah and i guess maybe i'm talking about it in specifically a horror context no because you could do it in a thriller context too I'm saying because Phantasm, two of the biggest scares of the Phantasm film Uh uh, are pretty much shot for shot recreated in Nightmare on Elm Street. And the whole context of Phantasm is they can only be attacked in their dreams. And I'm like, interesting. We stole specific scares and made the killer only able to kill in the dreams. That's very interesting. And it came out three years prior yeah, a little fuss. but whatever but whatever because the problem is i think that the way wes craven used the scares that he may have stolen mm-hmm. is way more effective in the way he told them and i think he took the premise which is the killer can only get to you in your dreams and did a much better job and created a much better villain but i digress um yeah what else were you saying about screen yeah is there anything else on that i just think it's how'd like... you feel about the the ending did you guess it uh well like this is my first time watching scream which has been heavily spoofed heavily talked about so mm-hmm. i kind of had expectations like i knew there were two of them and i knew yeah. it was matthew from Lillard. the scary movie well because i already just, knew what was gonna happen yeah. not <laughs> just that but like i've just seen stuff about it oh and i guarantee the... in the past i've read the wikipedia synopsis but um again like i i re-watching it uh this week i i knew what was happening but i'm trying to remember back to when i first watched it mm-hmm. i definitely did not think that like it was two people mm-hmm. um and i was kind of leaning into like the traditional like 
horror tropes of the slasher movies where it's you have this one guy like kind of like an unstoppable force or whatever mm-hmm. and like scream just flips that on its head um and it's like this is not an unstoppable force at all this is a very stoppable force like, yeah and that's why i think it 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 works so well and it's so funny because all of these every physical altercation uh that the murderer gets in it is literally like a charlie chaplin silent film it, <laughs> the, <laughs> the physical humor that it is is happening is just so top tier where it's like not scary at all and it, it obviously it's a little scary because you're dying and there's like some jump scares and some suspense but it's like okay he's fighting a girl in the garage and she fucking like kicks him in the balls and he like falls over and does like a huge yeah. uh how she died i was like this cannot be serious. This is fucking. That hilarious. was the garage door. Killer, yeah, I was right? like, yeah. this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> but it's like any any single one of those murders could have easily been the other way, and they could have like kicked this guy's ass. Yeah, and it's just funny how <laughs> they um they it. was it in Scream One? Was he already doing the voice changer on the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was doing that. That shit, I will say, the first time I ever saw that because the first Scream movie I actually saw was Scream Three. Weirdly enough. And that shit scared the living hell out of yeah. me the first time I ever heard it. The voice change on the phone being like, oh, what are you doing there? Oh, oh, I like <laughs> Well, they the have the one that makes shirt. it dark. Uh, like, yeah. What are you doing? He gets a little, yeah. he gets even more. Hang up, he may get him and cut you like a fish. Yeah. yeah. They, um, they, uh. That was a better imitation than what I did. <laughs> the other thing I was going to say about, uh, 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 oh, the first, there, I was just laughing when you said you've seen certain parts of it well, and just popular yeah culture. i was about to say the perspective of watching scary movie first and oh yeah then scream mm-hmm. is hilarious and i would recommend that people do it well i'm now remembering you like get jokes of where the jokes are based on and it's such a unique perspective <laughs> that it kind of makes it funnier when it happens so you're in the saying movie. one of the supreme <laughs> cinema experiences it one is, can have it is, is an underrated <laughs> it well, is an underrated cinema the funny thing is because like scary movie is spoofing scream but scream is spoofing all of these other movies it's yeah. like literally spoofing a spoof um, Which yeah. is why scary movie is so. Funny. I mean, scary movie is. <laughs> it is almost funny in now fun- after you've seen Scream, it's funnier from a standpoint of you guys missed it. Scream was already the joke, yeah, and then you guys made fun of the joke, which is, is kind of hilarious. It yeah. is. To yeah, watch it's it. the Wayans brothers. Never exactly. They've never yeah. made something that's not. I mean, yeah. they've probably made a couple scary movies that weren't funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah the probably fir- a couple <laughs> i think they made eight <laughs> so i don't think but they were all gems. The, the funnier part of scary movie is that scream was called scary movie basically until like a week before release mm. what <laughs> they <laughs> um uh it's too bad the weinstein fucking made scream because <laughs> oh, it just ruined <laughs> um Fucking no, the the reason I brought that up is because fucking um the What'd first. You think, where'd you think I was gonna go with that? You said it's too bad about the Weinstein, and we were like, <laughs> yeah. well, that was a good thing. Uh, heat check, heat check. <laughs> yeah. Next time. <laughs> but no, um, because the first like horror scene I ever saw was going on YouTube and looking up like scream ending and seeing the fucking uh corn syrup. Uh, same thing they use for oh, pigs yeah. blood and carry line mm-hmm. and it's just funny because at that time i was like nope never heard of that movie don't know what they're talking about 
and now like carrie i think is a fucking incredible horror film and i think scream is an amazing horror film and me at like 13 was sitting there being like this is dumb and i don't know what they're talking about and as i just googled the ending of the movie <laughs> but um i've seen it ending though yeah yeah no that was my that was my trump card on horror movies before i got into horror movies was being like i read the plot didn't even get scared <laughs> and being like that means i'm actually tough um but it, what just the whipped cream on top was just how good the actors and actresses were in the movie i think mm -hmm. like they were just t they made the movie like if they didn't have that performance are we talking about scary movie or scream right now both <laughs> uh in scream because like i think if they wouldn't have cast such good people mm -hmm. the jokes wouldn't have landed the comical physical humor wouldn't have landed because that's jamie kennedy is the guy who read the rules off right yeah he well whatever whoever he is he continues to be the funniest fucking part of scream <laughs> that, two and that's, three that's uh my favorite part in the whole movie is like towards the end when he you think he's dead and, <laughs> and he, he, comes he, he comes back and he's like I've never been so happy to be a virgin in my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Never, yeah. I, I never thought I'd say that. Hilarious. <laughs> Only Wes Craven could have made that film, I think. Yeah. Because it had to have come no, from Tarantino someone. Tarantino could have made it. True, true, true. <laughs> and Denis. And <laughs> Denis Green would have Denis made would have made a good <laughs> yeah. starter. Yeah, that's the other thing. Before we go on to the next movie, you guys are not allowed to hate on any movie I like in retaliation now. That's, <laughs> that's not, not how That's the illegal. I promise that won't happen. <laughs> Yeah, Evil Dead 2 sucked ass. <laughs> uh, um, are we actually going on Evil Dead 2? Uh, I would like to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I'll um, shit on another one, a movie, a different movie. I like. think it's just because I'm not into that genre, but I, it is like the perfect sit down and laugh at with your friends yeah. movie because not once did I have a fucking goddamn clue where this movie was yeah, going. It's, I thought it was about so to chaotic. end like four times. Yeah. And then he jumps into a portal. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. They fucking, I, yeah, I think I've said on the pod before, but that is the most two friends having fun movie of all time. Yeah. It's Sam Raimi being like, I'm going to move this camera as crazily as I can and make up the weirdest story I can. Like he turns into a zombie at one point. Yeah. I'm like, what? Why? And it's Bruce Campbell being like, okay, you do that, Sam. And in the meantime, I'm going to just act as hard as I possibly can the entire he time. Is, I, I will say it, not a great actor, but good enough that he's hilarious yeah, while he's The acting. best, like, hammy actor of all time. Like, puts 150% into the fucking performance just being like no when his girlfriend dies again it's like oh this is yeah because even that which is a rehash of the plot of evil dead one yeah because i was gonna say i'm like is this the same fucking cabin yeah yeah <laughs> and they fucking like they only did that to be like hey just so you guys know we're not doing the whole serious <laughs> horror movie thing again we're going crazy this time but yeah that is literally just two friends being handed a budget and saying all right let's go have fun in the fucking woods with 50 million dollars the only crazy. part i can remember specifically being like i know we're having fun and all but i really wish this part was different was it's like a random part that really doesn't matter at all it's when that couple reaches the bridge and it's up and like the geyser's like nope can't cross but if you give me a hundred bucks i can give you the back way 
Do you know what part that is? Yeah. It's super not important. But why'd at all. that bother you so? I don't know, because I was like, this is just <laughs> shittily done. They just fucking didn't care about this part and it's bad. And I don't know. And didn't like they it. do like little claymation sets for like the bridge shots yeah, the, too? I did like that. They got in their West Anderson. But it's bag. just like I don't know. I think they could have packed some more more in. Yeah, I know. I don't know why that's, that scene is just specifically when out. I that that movie really I think not to be like fucking like, oh, you're not a horror fan, but like I watched that with Miski and in the part where they're fighting, he's fighting like essentially the dragon that's made out of claymation and being like, ah, ah, it's just like the dumbest thing that's doing like stop motion, final climactic showdown. And I was laughing my fucking ass off. And I looked over at Miski just like this. Well, I was like, and I'm like, oh, this is, you either like this or you don't like this. <laughs> like, like, I, I don't know. I was like doing the one eyebrow up, one eyebrow down, like kind of laughing. Like, what the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, because I wasn't even, the whole time I laughed. Have you seen it? I've been pretty quiet. Uh, <laughs> I, I did not watch Evil Dead 2. Yeah. The whole time I watched. Have you seen Evil Dead 1, though? need to watch. I'll say yeah, that, that. But it that is entertaining. So, that's right. so <laughs> critical. No, they, um, they, uh, yeah, I will say the reason that movie is hilarious to me is not any joke or any fucking like written thing that they did but it's was me laughing going why'd they do that the whole time yeah that, that was basically my experience of like it. it's too which friends. is a fun experience yeah. because it's not like why'd they do that like i would have done it different it's literally yeah. like why is that included yeah. in this film? and the only answer is because it made them laugh and was like how funny would it be if then you were evil and then you were running around acting crazy, but then you fucking got over it. But then your hand came off and then your hand was. What evil. if your hand's holding the girl's hand and they talk about for 45 seconds? Well, if I'm not holding your hand, you're not holding. Who's holding your hand? <laughs> She's literally the. Yeah. And the fucking the, the fucking big line just being groovy. It's like. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Zooming in on his face and building up for this massive fucking this moment. This is his huge Bruce Campbell moment. This is going to be his catchphrase forever. And it's just groovy. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. But yeah, that was like, like I've always hated the Evil Dead fans because I've heard them be like, oh, it's so fucking funny, dude. Oh, dude, his hand comes off, dude. Oh, groovy, dude. And I was like, that sounds fucking terrible. What's Bro a better movie? Evil Dead 2 or Dune? No, Evil Dead 2. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> dead ass. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah. And That's fucking... like me saying scary movie is better than Scream. You did say that. <laughs> <laughs> you talked like... No, I definitely... You said like... the supreme cinema experience in life, <laughs> no. and then you chef kissed. No, I said, said it. it because of the unique perspective that is seeing the joke, making fun of the joke, that is making fun of the joke without yeah, seeing any said, of the you films You said the brothers' weigh-ins <laughs> and their seminal piece. They've never not hit. <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. That did actually I'll have to look at the film list. I'm just thinking of the most two recent films i've watched <laughs> you want to talk about which is about don't show? be a menace yeah 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 now now you go away yeah now, now i hide <laughs> yeah no creep show tell me how you felt hit he hit uh, i have Tourette's. uh <laughs> hit creep show and then twivia hmm. yeah you can do that um so 
you were talking a big game about Creep Show. <laughs> Please uh, tell me Creep Show sucked ass. I, I need it, it in my I bones. I gave it two and a half stars on Letterboxd. Let's mm, fucking I, go. Mm. I did not think. <laughs> I did not think it was bad. Mm. Uh, Say it was worse than that. <laughs> it definitely wasn't good. Um, <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> but I can say good things about it. Yeah. And uh, there was, I think there's, are there six, six, five or six? I uh, think, so. I don't remember. It's I think five six, or six. I think yeah. six um, stories. Um, I, maybe two of them were good. And that's which two? Which two? Probably, it sounds like there's you, probably there's one a, of them. There's a common theme in your anthology movies where only two of them are, are good. Wait, it's which like, one are you talking it's about? It's like though? VHS. It's like the same fucking thing. Mm. Two of them were two of them were pretty good. Uh, one of them was fine, and then two of them were just terrible. Which were your two favorites? Um, I liked the the last one, the bug one. That one was good. Because I think that was the only one that actually like made my skin curl a little mm-hmm. bit. With the fucking like it's like a realistic fear. Everything else in, in creep yeah. show is like very like cartoonish. And I know that's the point. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're like, okay, I get it. Like it's a fucking boogie monster or whatever. Yeah. Um, but for the bug one, you're like, okay, that could actually, and that one just does have like a more malicious tone. Than yeah. The other ones. And you like, also, that one was mean. Yeah. Cause the, the guy's an asshole. Like, yeah. But then like, even the way he dies, like, I don't know if he deserved to die like that. Yeah. And, and, the, and like the very, like when the last shots were like crawling out of his mouth. And yeah. Shit, that like, was, that, that made, made my I'm skin. Like, I'm like, Ugh. yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think this was my kind of horror movie. <laughs> so, so that was effective. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put it up, up there. I did also like, I think the best one was the one where they're buried in the beach the Ted Danson, yeah, fucking, uh, Leslie Nielsen, Ted one. Danson, and Leslie Nielsen, yeah, are in Creep Show, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I think that was just the best made one. Leslie and Nielsen, yeah. I, I think... wait, that's the right name, right? The dude from Airplane, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What the in a fuck? in a serious acting role, which even in and of itself is to be goofy. Yeah, to be like... it's not like really serious. Oh yeah, Leslie like... Nielsen's playing this completely straight, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um but like even that yeah i was dying laughing i'm like leslie nielsen just is so funny like he does that horrible thing he does and then the next scene he's just watching tv in footsie pajamas yeah, and like fucking with his little like sa- like slippers on he's like hmm, i'm gonna go to bed <laughs> i'm gonna I'm sleep good tonight <laughs> yeah just does the e- most evil thing that happens in the whole movie and he's just like hmm. yeah, he's so like chipper like when he's like bringing him down to the beach she was like yeah bury yourself <laughs> yeah um but i think that was like the most well done um and which was your finish. least favorite uh the first one was terrible yeah the first one's bad awful yeah. when i and that set the tone so i was like <laughs> I, I i thought that i was like normally i feel like in an anthology you want like the first one has to kick the, you the in first the teeth. one has to like yeah like yeah. really be good so i was like oh this is gonna be bad <laughs> i was very worried after that first one um and then what's isn't the, the first one in vhs the one where the, the be- prostitute turns into ar- arguably the best one it's not a prostitute but yeah 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 yeah, like that was good. That's like the only good one in them. Yeah. Well, that and uh, what's the other best one in VHS? Isn't uh, there one where some someone's in a basement? Well, yeah. Or you talking about the one? Uh, Send her down. I, I haven't seen VHS since high school. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying. Um, I've definitely watched the one where she turns into a bat. That a one's lot more probably the best than the one. rest because the first time I watched, it, I'm like, 
I don't like the other ones. Why can't I think of the other VHS ones? Um, but the first one was terrible. Yeah. Um, that one's definitely the worst. One. I like the one where he like kills his wife with like he brings her like to the thing in the chest. That one I thought was funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, that one was probably the funniest one. It, but also, real quick, how did you feel about the running theme of people mixing alcoholic drinks with milk? I didn't even catch that. Yeah, fucking. Uh, you realize that was Stephen King in the in playing the um, country fuck in that one. That was him. That was Stephen King. Oh my god! Yeah. And he he's like, oh, I need to calm myself down. Oh yeah, he did. And he the... goes and he pours milk with like whiskey. And he's no, like, it was oh. vodka and orange. Oh juice. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It was milk. I know, but I think it was vodka. And milk. It was vodka, and it was, I'm pretty sure it was a it was a white container, but there was orange juice. In oh, the was white it? Container. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. So. But then I know later on in the the annoying ass wife in the uh-huh. in the fucking thing in the box one, yeah. she pours milk. She like real casually as she's reading this note, uh, like she's like, hmm, and she's reading the note in the background. She's pouring milk and vodka together. I, I and I'm like, oh, <laughs> why does this keep happening? A little, a little white Russian. Yeah. Um, but that one I didn't think was good, but I was like, okay, I'll ride along with this. Like it. it I didn't really know where it was going to go. It had a few twists and turns to yeah. it. Um, in the the Stephen King one, um, the, the the plant meteor yeah. thing. That one was pretty much only funny to me because it's Stephen King. It was so over the top. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm like, wow, they're really like... And like nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> you just like... I think it wasn't scary at all. Yeah. It, it, this guy's like just an idiot. He's like... <laughs> yeah. he's like He's like, how much do you want for uh, this meteor? He's like, 50 bucks. He's like, not a cent less than 200. Yeah. And, and you're like, who the fuck is this? He's like, scared to, he's like, scared to go to the doctor or whatever. Yeah. They're going to cut off his hand. He's dope. The, the, the scariest part of that one was when he first burns his hand to the meteor and you see like some warts on his hand. Mm-hmm. That's where I was like, ooh, what's going on? I know happen? that did actually gross me. And I, was like, I was like, ugh, because warts are gross. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you should uh, tell my sister that. Does she mm. have warts? She has a wart problem. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> she, she been had warts. They um they General. uh they uh also the uh rapping story of the kid who gets his comic thrown away. Yeah. And then eventually tortures his father is uh Stephen King's son. Oh really? Yeah. So Stephen King was balls in on this fucking shit. The creep um but uh oh. Uh oh. I didn't even mean to do this, but I thought about it as we were t- as we were uh-huh. discussing these last two movies. The exact reason why you guys love Dune for Denis made it for himself is both the reasons why I love both of these movies. Yeah, that's fine. Romero and King made that movie as and I dislike these movies for the same reason you don't like Dune. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, we somehow arrived at the answer, <laughs> and we didn't even mean to, because um, Romero and King were like, we want to commit to film the comic books that like gave us our interest in horror. And yeah, I remember I didn't like that first one at all yeah. until the very ending when he goes, I got my cake. And then like, <laughs> they're all like, ah, I was like, oh, I get it now. I feel like the first one, like the longest one too. There yeah. Was no it went on like, way too long. Going? And I was like, oh, we're just Odin on camp. Like we're just going yeah. all the way in. Like this is literally and- fucking... I love like the swirling fucking backgrounds behind the people's heads whenever yeah. they're like really scared. And 
Am I missing one? Um, yeah, but I can't think of what it is. It's uh, we we did water. We did um, we did the cake. We did the um roaches. We did uh, Stephen King. Yeah, one more the at plant least. One we talked about. Probably not a good sign that I can't remember the the wife one. Oh yeah, wife one is fe- is five. And there's one more. Damn, I'm gonna Google it because it's bothering me now. But yeah, and so okay, so was it a great movie? No, but it is a a low pretty much pretty low budget. That's the only five. It's only five. Hmm. Okay, it's a pretty low budget anthology series that um is interesting enough. I guess, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's just dated. And yeah, the main re- and I and I love old movies, and I don't want to like discredit something for being dated. Um, but there's a difference between an old movie and a dated movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can watch what, what you know what off top. You know what year it came out? Uh yeah. Let me just scroll up here. I think it's eighty. Oh my god, eighty two. Yeah. So there's movies from the sixties that like. <laughs> oh yeah that look incredible today still and you're yeah. like wow this is a great movie and i will throw and they're it old they're not dated but this movie is just dated i'll throw it a second to bail real quick which is that that was technically it, this blew my mind when i when they said it before it played at fucking willow creek that was technically an independent film okay that was funded out of pocket by romero and king right yeah. after romero had made the living dead movies yeah i could tell yeah and was like we're going out of pocket. And then after they had like, I, I think from what I, from what they told me, they filmed like four of them showed it or however many of them showed it to the studio said like, yep, we're doing a love letter to EC comics. Can we get like a bigger budget for this? And they said, yeah. And then that's how they got Nielsen and uh fucking Ted Danson for the one segment. <laughs> so they're like, yeah. Cause they're like, you watch it and you're like, how the fuck are these actors in this? But yeah. it was like, that was after they had like proof of concept to the studio and they were like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. You guys can have some big budget. Actors. I, I would have watched, I don't want to say a whole movie of that because like that would have gotten boring, but I could have mm-hmm. watched like maybe something that was twice as long of those guys just being on screen together. Oh, dancing. And yeah. 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 And like, um, well, yeah. Wesley Nielsen is always, amazing on yeah. screen and i'm realizing just in general i think i just really fucking like anthology films which is something that i said in my review for Creepshow show is just that most yeah. horror movies are struggling to reach 90 minutes yeah so anthology films sometimes are the way to go to just and, say let's not even try and i do i do like the concept of an anthology mm-hmm. horror film mm-hmm. for that reason where yeah like you don't need two hours to tell the story Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just get it off and get it over with and do another one. And may, this one might hit and it might not. And this yeah. one might, you know what I mean? It might do good. And what's funny is I'm there realizing like all of the legendary, like Argento did a bunch. Carpenter has body bags, uh, which was Tobe Hooper and Carpenter. Romero has creep show pretty much like most of the major players ever in horror just said, fuck it. I'm doing an anthology series. That's going to be like comedy and yeah. fucking, it's just interesting to me that like all of them had that same want to that. Cause that wasn't by no means any of their best films or any of their best selling films or anything like that. It was just, 
like body bags I watched recently. And that was literally just Carpenter being like, I want to be a creepy fucking guy who's hosting a movie. But yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of anthology, I think we're going to have to do a little talk about the French dispatch on next pod. Mm, hopefully definitely. I fucking definitely will. Why the um, fuck can't I watch that in theaters? I'm going to freak out. Yeah. It's, have you difficult. you've seen it i have not seen it. <clears throat> um all act- the reviews are like my favorite letterbox review i've already read one it was like made by wes anderson and italics and after it was like yeah no fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one um, um another movie i did watch that's i guess could be considered as horror is uh fire walk with me mm-hmm. um, very fucking horrifying from my my opinion i didn't think it was very horrifying and then the ending happened mm-hmm. and then i was like why did he do that? Yeah, no, no, that's what and I mean. Then it's I'm like, like specifically now the show is like scarier, yeah. In a way. And then, yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Another last second comment is when he made that movie, David Lynch did like a good set of titties. <laughs> he, dude, David Lynch is a perv in the best way. Um. And the real quick thing that I'll throw in for a movie that I watched that neither of you did, uh, Possession, um, one of the most insane movies I've ever seen. Uh, I'll never watch it. Still trying to figure out what the fuck exactly happened. I'll probably make Danny watch it at some point, and while I rewatch it, did you watch what the fuck happened? A different movie this week. You want? I watched. I watched it last night with all the roommates. Mm -hmm. Um, It was Colin's first time. He Mm. hadn't seen it before. Um, and uh, I think that's a great movie. Yeah. Um, it's new one. The new, the, yeah, the 2017, like the, okay. mm-hmm. the first one. This first one's much better than the second one, but yeah. Yeah. I think it's more scary. Yeah. Uh, the second one's funnier. Um, but I just love that kind of movie that it blends horror and comedy so perfectly. Um, and you have these like beats that are like, okay we're going to be scary now. And mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you have this comedic relief and then we'll, we'll go through stretches of like a 20 minute stretch where this is just funny. And it's like a coming of age, like Goonies kind of vibe, stranger things, like same thing. And it stranger things is literally just it, but not scary. Like it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then uh, dark is stranger things, but better and not as scary. But <laughs> uh, yeah, g- good movie. Great Halloween movie. Um, just the production level too is like so oh, impressive. Yeah. So Big just fucking budget compared for compared to watching Creep Show the day before <laughs> and watching it. I'm like, oh my god, this is so much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should make a new movie rating where it's enjoyment per million dollars. Oh, that's <laughs> actually be, interesting. That'd be an yeah, interesting. Dune sets the record. For <laughs> but okay, um, uh, moving into movie trivia to kind of wrap things up. Uh, oh, can also, I just throw in my last uh, Halloween movie list? Then? Yeah, go go for this it. This is just a real quick aside because um, as I was trying to develop a movie list of shit to watch, um, I realized that there's a fundamental divide between Halloween with your friends and Halloween how I usually spend it, which is completely isolated and alone. Mm-hmm. And just my quick rundown. <laughs> Loser. Fucking, uh, Halloween, best Halloween films to watch with friends. I have Evil Dead 2, Creep Show, Society. That one's very fun. Okay. Cabin in the Woods. You ever seen that? Cabin yeah, in the Woods. I like, I like Cabin in the Woods. VHS, House, the Japanese movie from like the 70s. Resolution, Scream, Dust Till Dawn. 
<laughs> you put Desperado on it? Yeah. <laughs> Go Tarantino. Yeah. And then best ones to watch alone. I've got Suspiria and the Suspiria remake. It follows the original Halloween, Carrie, The Thing, Lighthouse, Blair Witch Project, and The Witch. And 42 Days of Solo. Yeah. And I also said pretty much any folk horror that you watch by yourself is going to be effective as The Babadook. Halloween. Okay. Like The Witch. Anything that deals with mysticism, I absolutely cannot get enough of near Halloween. Like fucking witches and shit. That's probably yeah. literally. The witch? You know what's fucked up? Great as movie. I say that, I'm psychoanalyzing myself, and that's because I watched Halloween Town all the time growing up. So witches and Halloween are forever entwined in my fucking head. Yeah. Goth but, girls are hot. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so the theme for this trivia is movies that start with M. Okay, I have three movies for a tiebreaker. I think all three are really easy. Can I can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Um, is it if it starts with like the or like neither a, of these movies start with the? It's like they all the start first with word M, is M. Right M. Off the bat. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what it does. I don't is know this if that be gives the it away same as much. previous times where you're doing a number. Yep, of I'm ascending. giving progressive. Okay. Um, hence, and are these? any genre based or just any movie any movie okay. i don't want to give them away but got it um through my hints you kind of get a sense of okay. i don't know if it's gonna be like a spooky themed one okay starting off first one received mixed reviews upon release from critics but was a success at the box office becoming the sixth highest grossing film of 2005 mm. it launched a massive media franchise that contains three main films one spin-off film, three TV series, four short films, one TV special, and eight video games. Wait, wait, wait. And the first one came out in, in 2005. 2005? All that shit's yes. happened in the past 16 years? Yes. What? And it starts with an M? What the fuck <laughs> yes. is this? I thought for okay. sure. <laughs> Never mind. I think you'll get it here pretty soon. Along with Shrek and Kung Fu Panda... It has its own collection of rides at the DreamWorks Experience theme park. How the fuck do I not know that? Damn. Are we just bad? This movie stars Ben Stiller, Chris Rock, David Schwimmer, and Jada Pinkett Smith. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) What? (laughs) Wait, did you say The Rock, Ben Stiller, David Schwimmer? Ben Stiller, Chris Rock. Oh, David Schwimmer oh. and Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh. Okay, you ready for the last hint? Oh shit, I don't know what it is. Still. Ready for the last hint? This yeah. will give it away. This is a basic no looking shit up. You just looked it up. You just looked it up. Uh-oh. I know you fucking did. <laughs> we, have, we have our first disqualification. <laughs> it is named after an island country in the Indian Ocean, approximately 250 miles off the coast of East Africa. Oh my God. That, that does start Chris Rock and Ben Stiller. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dude, yeah. when I was looking it up, it has, I shit you not, eight console video games. That I might off. have had one of them. Eight? What? And I think, but I had all eight. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was a big oh, like, holy, holy shit! Fuck. I I had that on DVD though. The spinoff film is the it. one with all the penguin people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the spinoff series. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching the penguin show. I was like, damn, was they really were that. like 
they released that movie and they're like, all right, I'm going to get my Damn. bag real quick. I remember, I remember the, the one scene when fucking Chris Rock's zebra is running towards Ben Stiller's lion on the beach. And he says, uh, I'm going to kill you or whatever. And, uh, and he says, Oh, sugar, honey, iced tea. And for the longest time I was like, that's so funny. Saying sugar, honey, iced tea is so funny. And then it took me like 10 years later that I was like, oh, that just spells shit. I'm literally so fucking dumb. Oh my God. I literally, yeah, just... I thought, I thought it was just, oh, that's funny. Chris Rock just said it. And then they also say in that one, um, shiitake mushrooms. Yeah. I knew that. I, I knew that from Austin Powers. That I just straight up stole. Right. Number two. Ready? <laughs> yeah. This film was released in the United States on July 2nd, 1997 by Columbia Pictures and grossed over $589.3 million worldwide against a $90 million budget, becoming the year's third highest grossing film. Despite its almost $600 million uh, gross, Sony claims to never have turned a profit, becoming <laughs> one of the biggest biggest examples of Hollywood accounting. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I already forgot what year you said. Uh, 1997. Okay, the summer. The, it was the man. summer blockbuster of 1997. Okay, continue. The film received three Academy Award nominations in Best Direction, Best Original Score, and Best Makeup, winning the latter. Are we going to get... Oh. We it, can't it, get to it, who it the best director was. It won. Best you makeup, find out right? who the main characters is with my last hint. Okay. Okay. It spawned two sequels, one in 2002 and another in 2012. It also had a spinoff film released in 2019. And it also has an animated series that ran from 1997 through 2001. Why is this shit so fucking hard? <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> it's those ones it's when he names this how was, many spinoffs there are i'm like this has to have been the biggest movie of all time uh it was one of the biggest movies of all time yeah, okay it stars tommy lee jones and will smith oh i actually know this one. Oh yeah it's, me too men in black yeah yeah wait fuck i fucked up yeah. i shouldn't let you say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> danny cheated on the first one though so yeah you basically have to get the <laughs> <laughs> good thing we did two rounds and then we cheated on one and then i just forgot to say what the name was on the second one um i had like a ben stiller movie for the first one because i was like what the fuck is he talking about yeah <laughs> no i, I, I promise eight, with eight men in black ben was, was like, men in black on? was such a fucking good movie. i love the original yeah. men in black i think it's a fucking i just can't believe that they're like you know, this made $600 million. And like, nope, didn't make a profit. I, for a while, had that at a four and a half on Letterboxd and then said, let's chill out. Let's put it back down to four. <laughs> All right, you ready for the third one? This one was supposed to be the tiebreaker, but we'll just count it. As, and it is. We'll count it. <laughs> it is. We'll just, since you cheated on the first one, we'll just give you the second one. No, the, we'll just give you the first one. And because Taike forgot to say, we'll say, just say that's his. Sure. So this one's the tiebreaker. How about we say zero, zero? <laughs> Okay, we, we can go that way too. Uh, okay, this is this one might be really easy, so I'm sorry. This is based on a short story written by the director's brother. This 2001 film grossed 40 million dollars at the box office against a budget of nine million. Memento. Yep. Uh, Brad Pitt was initially intended to play the lead role, but passed due to scheduling issues, which led to them cutting the budget and getting Guy Pierce. Yeah. Fun fact. Memento. <laughs> uh, well, that wasn't the, all the hint, but that was part of it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, blah, blah, blah. Released numerous accolades. Best screenplay, best film editing. Uh, many medical 
experts. This was going to be my last hint if you guys still didn't get this. Was many medical experts have cited this movie as featuring one of the most realistic and accurate depictions of anterograde amnesia. Mm. Oh, Memento? Yeah. Shoot. Bingo. <laughs> I forgot to say it again. <laughs> Wait, who got Danny? You got no, it? Yeah, got it. Oh, you get <laughs> yeah. You said it immediately. I knew director's brother was too far. I know, I know. Because right when I looked down, I'm like, why did I put that? We're going to get that immediately. Yeah. No, and then I got scared when I first said it because I was like, Wait, was that the short story one or was Prestige a short story one? And I was like, oh, wait, Prestige doesn't start with an M. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. forgot the M thing. I, I, but, <laughs> that was, uh, I that was it. big dumb on my part. As soon no, as you so. said it would have been Brad Pitt, I would have nailed Memento. Do you guys have any of the weeks or should I just cruise through mine? It's up to y'all. I, I could, I could make one. Uh, yeah, do- we'll just do them super fast, too. We yeah. don't need to go into it. Um. So I'll just start with my quote of the week. Mine is uh, a movie quote this time. So oh, I, I kind of have a quote. theme. I kind of have a theme of doing mine not movie related, but yeah. this one's movie related. It's uh, it just doesn't matter by Bill Murray and Meatballs because at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter, and the point of living doesn't exist. Do whatever you want. It just doesn't matter. At the end of the day, and at the intro of a song, mm-hmm. that's what made me think of it because faces. <laughs> It's just released, and that's one of my favorite tracks Mm -hmm. off that tape. I need to watch that movie because I literally laugh every time. It is. I will. It's not the best movie, but it is funny. Like it's Bill Murray in 1979. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Like that sounds so fucking funny. No, (laughs) it's a very feel good movie. (laughs) It's it's like the normal like poor against the rich we don't care and you do fuck you yeah did you have a quote um i have a good guy of the week um it's a uh, richie from it the little shit guy with the glasses yeah let's go it's funny as fuck. i prefer the kid who broke his arm and says <laughs> you've been giving me gazebos <laughs> <laughs> that i guess that's my quote but my quote of the week was gonna be we ruled through air power and water power we need desert power <laughs> because i literally said Oh my fucking god! I'm about to fight people <laughs> over this movie. <laughs> but yeah, next one. So I'll just go with my good guy. Um, <clears throat> so this one's kind of broad. It's more good people because we don't exactly know who did it. But it's the the first people to domesticate wolves, give them food and a place to sleep. Because mm-hmm. now we got puppies, and puppies are pretty sick. I'll say I'll be you the one to say that it. To her, is it her or him? It's a her. You um, wouldn't say that. Yeah, to I'll be face. the one. I'll say it. I'll say she's it. She's actually a g- gender neutral cat. Oh. Um, she's one of the boys. What a so. pussy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh. Yeah, people who domesticated wolves, not only do they have a giant sack of cojones, <laughs> but uh, they help the world. So good for them. My good guy of the week is the kid with the broken arm and it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bad guy of the week. That one fucker who constantly I see reposted everywhere all over Instagram, who puts balloons spelling out stupid shit oh, on the walls. He does suck. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Every time I see something, I'm like, why are you 50 and telling me <laughs> that to move on? Like, that what? guy does suck. My, Fuck my, that guy. My bad guy of the week is uh, Ty K for not, <laughs> yes. not liking yes. balloons for, for no reason. I say balloon guy isn't worse than Ty K not liking dude. I don't have a bad guy. I just spread positivity. No bad guy for me this week. <laughs> um, Random Twins player of the week, Nick Punto. Oh, my God. 
Uh, and then <laughs> that was it. Okay. <laughs> no. And then uh, just recommendation of the week. Uh, I just have one. Uh, it's actually one person. I can't remember his fucking name, but he Solid start. is uh, the guitarist <laughs> in the band Surf Curse and the singer in the band Current Joys. Uh, very, uh, very good indie bands. I know uh, Taike can bring that up to the girl he's talking to exactly. and flex on her that he knows about indie bands. Exactly. Uh, even though these are like mainstream indie <laughs> bands, but yeah, I go, check them out I if go, you don't know. I actually like the Arctic Monkeys. That's my recommendation is the Arctic Monkeys. Not a lot of people know that band. They're very <laughs> underground. I don't know if you ever heard of the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah. You have a recommendation? Oh, no. And then uh, uh, I recommend can... Possession for you. There it is. Perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, my recommendation is go go watch Dune in, in theaters. Yes. Mm, yes. Do, do it in theaters. That's a good mm. one. Uh, do you have a recommendation? Oh, no. And then uh, uh, I recommend can... Possession for you. There it is. Perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, my recommendation is go go watch Dune in, in theaters. Yes. Mm, yes. Do, do it in theaters. That's a good mm. one. Uh, and